It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Russell Wilson quarterbacking in Washington. Not as far out an idea as it perhaps was once thought to be. Plus, we come together to talk about the good and the bad of the last week within the Commanders franchise. All that right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Commanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you for making this show your first listen of the day. I am David Harrison, writer for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, and he is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show, which you can find on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time or anytime on the Odyssey app. Locked On Commanders is free and available on all platforms and on Twitter at dharrison82, at russellmania621, and at Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen of the day. Today's episode brought to you by GetUpside. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 per gallon or more cash back on your first tank of gas. Speaking of tanks of gas, Chris, there's an NFL quarterback out there who just got done playing in the Pro Bowl who has some gas, some fuel left in his NFL tank. And uh, turns out he could be heading to Washington, possibly, maybe, or wouldn't hate the idea anyway. Right. It's a long drive from Seattle uh, to from Seattle, Washington, from Washington to Washington, to this Washington. Uh, But what was once thought to be not in the picture, David, based on a list that his agent leaked last year to Adam Schefter of ESPN? Mm. And it was not a trade request. It was a, hey, I'm over here. If you if you guys want to trade me, these are the four teams I would like to go to. So Russell Wilson and his agent came up with this list, and this Washington, the Washington then football team, now the Washington Commanders, was not on that list, despite needing a quarterback, right? And what was interesting about the list, and I think I've explained my theory on this, and I did check with somebody, and they agreed with me and thought you know, the same thing for whatever it's worth, was the New England Patriots were not on that list. They needed a quarterback as well because, remember, this is all before the draft, before they actually take Mac Jones, and after they, of course, lose Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Washington was not on that list, but the Bears were before they draft Justin Fields, going into a lame duck year for Matt Nagy and the general manager. They've subsequently been fired. The Las Vegas Raiders were, because there were rumors about then John Gruden and Derek Carr. The other teams were the New Orleans Saints, who then didn't have a quarterback because Drew Brees retired. And then there was one more team, the Dallas Cowboys, before Dak Prescott signed long-term. So there was four teams listed, and the unique thing about them was all four teams were coached, head coached, by an offensive-rooted mind, okay? And Mm -hmm. and. Here's my thing. I don't think Russell Wilson wants to play for a defensive-minded head coach if he can choose, if he has his druthers, and that's why Washington and New England, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots were not on the list. It wasn't just about horrible franchises. It wasn't about market size or anything like that. 
it was about not really wanting to play for a defensive-minded head coach, yet here we are a week, la- a year later, David, and maybe if this report is accurate, and my colleague Kevin Sheehan at the Team 980 doesn't just throw stuff around, now maybe right. his sources are wrong, I don't know. I don't think he said anything wrong. He said there's a big difference between Russell Wilson wanting to play for the commanders and not against not right. against playing for the commanders. Think about what that means. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a that's a good, you know, that's a good point to kind of make there. And I think it's important for people to keep it in perspective and remember that again, it's not so much that Russell Wilson is like looking at the Washington commanders and saying, man, that's a team I could go play for and want to go play for. Uh, and all that stuff, but it is a team that he's not against playing for. I think the big thing that means, Chris, is that if the Seattle Seahawks and the Washington Commanders were to come to some sort of trade arrangement and agreement, that Russell Wilson wouldn't veto it. Again, remember, Russell Wilson uh, has has the ability to turn down any trade that he wants. He has a no-trade clause in his contract. So while a lot of people think the Seattle Seahawks essentially have the ability to kind of wait for the ransom and take it from the right team, well, Russell Wilson also has a say in this too. So if uh, if they try to trade him to a talent devoid roster, uh, you know, bury him basically somewhere in the depths of the NFL, he has the ability to say, no, that's not going to happen. Um, I think when you look at Washington, right, so you obviously you had the the viral uh, photo of of Russell and his wife, Sierra, and Jonathan Allen and his wife uh, at, the, at the Pro Bowl standing together, taking the picture together. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, having conversations. Listen, the Pro Bowl has been known for years and years and years to be a place where players kind of get together and start talking a little bit about what they want to do. Now, sometimes these deals come to fruition. Sometimes they don't. Terrell Owens and Donovan McNabb, first time they talked about playing together was at the Pro Bowl one year. They ended up making that happen, going to the Super Bowl. Obviously, didn't go well for them, but they at least made it to the big game, right? So you look at things like that. Like Jonathan Allen and Russell Wilson are talking. They're like, hey, you know, how, how is it in Washington? We have all this noise and all the congressional stuff. What's it like inside the building? John is saying, you know, hey, listen, inside the building, we do a really good job of keeping it quiet. Coach does a really good job of keeping that stuff away from us. And it's really not a bad environment. And then when you're Russell Wilson, you look at it, man. The Seattle Seahawks went 7-10 in 2021. The Washington football team, Chris, finished with what record? Uh, that would be a 7-10 record. The exact same record. The difference is Washington didn't have Russell Wilson. So if yeah. you're Russell Wilson and you're looking at this, you go, well, the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson went 7-10. and The Washington football team, now Washington Commanders, went Without Russell Wilson, went seven and ten. So, what does the Washington Commanders team look like with Russell Wilson? Everything else, Stan Pat, like well, well, Bobby McCain, you, all let, the other let, players, let Stan Pat. You, I think you have a better team. I was going to say, let me ask you this question. I think, I think there's no doubt that the Washington Commanders are in better position to win quicker. Than mm-hmm. the Seattle Seahawks, it sounds like you believe the same yeah, thing, right? Absolutely. And I know you—you you just had Chase Young, you know, a Chase Young interview on on our last episode. That's one of the things that's got to attract a guy like Russell Wilson, Montez yep. Sweat on the other side. But also think about this: a better offensive line. You mentioned Bobby McCain. I, we don't know if Bobby McCain's coming back. He's a free agent, right. but I know Cam Curl's coming back. I know William yep. Jackson the Third's coming back. I know Kendall Fuller's coming back. I know Jamin Davis is coming back. I don't know if Brandon Sheriff's coming back, but I know Charles Leno is coming back, and I know Eric Flowers is coming back, and so on and so forth. I think yep. he's got better tight ends. The only position group that I don't think Washington – the Washington Commanders is clearly better at his wide receiver where right. you're talking about DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett versus Terry McLaurin and hopefully a healthy Curtis Samuel, yeah. De'Ami Brown, so on and so forth. 
Yeah, and you've got a stacked wide receiver group coming out in the NFL draft. I mean, the, the Washington Commanders can find contributors in every single round of this year's NFL draft. I mean, save for the sixth and seventh, right? Sixth and seventh round are always kind of crapshoots, but rounds five through one, you're going to be able to find a contributing wide receiver if you want to add them to your depth chart. So there's nothing that says Washington Commanders don't bring back Terry McLaurin, obviously. Curtis Samuel hopefully comes back healthy. You know, we'll see if DeAndre Carter gets re-signed. De'Ami Brown is obviously going to be on his rookie deal still. And you go out there and I mean, again, you know, to to beat the same drum, Christian Watson, one of my favorite guys coming out of the senior bowl, he's going to be there. Uh, you know, I think his stock could actually rise to the back end of the third round, especially with all the compensatory picks. But if not, if he's there early fourth round, you go ahead and you pull a trigger on him early day three, he could be a contributor. Uh, and again, when you're, when you're Russell Wilson, you're looking at the situation and you look at all the NFL playoff teams, right? I said this on the lockdown bucks podcast, but look at all the teams that are, that are competing for a championship. Look at at the Cincinnati Bengals. Look at the, the 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 Los Angeles Rams. Obviously, look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Look at the the Green Bay Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Only one of them, I would argue, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have two number one caliber receivers. Every other team in the NFL playoffs, and especially the two teams playing in the Super Bowl, have one number one ca- caliber wide receiver. The Washington Commanders have that. You don't need two of them. You need a, a clear number one, which I think Terry McLaurin, if he hasn't proven. He's a clear number one receiver in this league by now. I don't know what else he can do with the with the uh, the poor quarterback play he's had to deal with. But I just I look at again, you know, even if this team stands pat and the rest of the roster, you bring Russell Wilson in. This I think the Washington football team is a ten win team minimum. Uh, I think Terry McLaurin is a number one receiver. All he needs is a better quarterback, and Russell Wilson would clearly represent that. When we return, I want to ask you, David, about the contract situation, whether that would scare you away and what the compensation Mm -hmm. initially would be that you would be willing to pay. We'll do that next right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Good to have you with us right here as we discuss Russell Wilson and maybe the betting odds that he might be able to come to Washington, David. Yeah, these conversations always spark prop bets, and Bet Online has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as we continue to make our way towards the Super Bowl this coming weekend. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL boxing, UFC, and live real-time updates on current games going on over at the website. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the things available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Washington Commanders fans, Chris Russell, David Harrison, along with you, with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, GetUpside. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store, Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Again, get cash back using GetUpside by downloading the app for free and using the promo code touchdown, something Washington has not done enough of, but they could do a whole lot more if Russell Wilson comes to play quarterback here. Again, 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank is what you're going to save. Some people drive a lot, making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right back to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Download the free Get It Upside app and use the promo code touchdown to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. Again, that's promo code TOUCHDOWN. 
All right, thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen each and every day. If you didn't know, it's Super Week, and it's brought to you by GetUpside. And there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in L.A. all week covering the big game. All right, so David, a couple of things we didn't get to in our first segment when talking about Russell Wilson. Again, this report by Kevin Sheehan, my team 980 uh, colleague. You can listen to his show 6 to 9 a.m. on the Odyssey app uh, or on the team 980 in the DMV area. I talked about it on Monday was that Russell Wilson was not against the idea of coming to Washington. Again, not wanting to, not for, not against the key wording. Uh, And again, who truly knows what Russell and Ciara are thinking, but they were cozy, as you mentioned, with Jonathan Allen and his wife over the weekend. So you never know what came out of that. Two things I wanted to ask you, does this scare you off? He's got two years left on his contract, a $19 million base, and then a $22 million base. And you have to add a $5 million roster bonus due on the fifth day of the league year in each of those years. So his cap numbers, as best I can figure out via overthecap.com for Washington, would be $24 million and $27 million in each of the next two years. Does that scare you off in any way, shape, or form? Not at all. Because, quarterback? Not at all. Because he's a 33-year-old quarter, quarterback playing at a very high level of football. And again, and we saw moments where Russell Wilson obviously struggled. We saw, I mean, in, in, the, in the Washington versus Seattle game, we saw moments where Russell struggled, but I think what you're seeing there is you're seeing a veteran quarterback who under, who is basically feeling the weight of the world uh, on top of himself with his franchise. When you talk about having uh, kind of a sieve as a defense, like a defense that really doesn't stop a whole lot of wide receivers that look for as talented as Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are, they also disappeared in a whole lot of games for the Seattle Seahawks in 2021. That was a part, a big part of the problem. No running game that you can really speak of. Tight end uh, production really isn't all that there. So, when you look at, like I said, kind of going back to segment one, where just like you basically are on par with the Washington football team in Seattle with Russell Wilson. When you talk about bringing Russell onto this roster and what he can bring to the field for this team, I think it's well worth the cap space because bringing Russ, you don't need to go out there and, and try to land like a Chris Godwin. I would love to see Chris Godwin playing Washington if he leaves Tampa. You don't need to go out there and get a Chris a Chris Godwin. You don't need to go get an Allen Robinson. You don't need to go sign like the 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 top linebacker off the board here because again you already have a seven win team that we all agree I think basically you know save for a couple of slow starts and some bad decisions and some bad spots could have easily been a nine or ten win team anyway like I go back to the, the very beginning of the season there are games in the beginning of the season that were very winnable for this Washington team that they lost because of uh, a various amount of, of of situations so this is already a team that's kind of like a, a, a seven win team going on ten. As it is, you bring Russell Wilson. Yeah, he eats a lot of your available cap space for this year and even next year, and you're going to have to sacrifice draft capital. But what he brings to your team, you're not going to find in the free agent market. You're not going to find uh, in in the NFL draft either. All right, two more questions, and and they're both equally important. What if he insists on a contract extension, and now you have to commit to him for five years? Yeah, and you know, all of a sudden those salary cap numbers become 35-ish, 40, which, you know, a lot of quarterbacks in today's, you know, contract market are getting. Is that prohibitive in your mind or still not? No, you give it to him. I I mean, honestly, I would want to give him a five-year – I would want to have him for five years 
anyway, take him up to 38, 39 years old or so at about 36, 37, you know, maybe a little earlier if you start to see that play kind of weighing off, but about 36, 37, you pull the trigger on a day one or an early day two quarterback prospect uh, to start, you know, developing behind him to potentially take the reins after the fact, but that gives you that amount of time. And if, and you know, I don't know how Dan is, is looking at this or how Jason's looking at this or how anybody's looking at this, but if, if you ask me for, if I, if, if I'm looking at Ron Rivera from a coaching standpoint, I'm taking a huge grain of salt with everything that this man inherited just by taking the head coaching job on this franchise. Like, I don't think, and I, and I kind of wrote this for SI.com earlier in the offseason, Ron Rivera hasn't had his quarterback yet. And the most important relationship between administration and players on the field is the quarterback-head coach relationship. Ron Rivera hasn't had his guy at all the entire time he's been here, and it's only been two years. But the closest he got was Ryan Fitzpatrick, and we all know that Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't the guy that he wanted. It was the guy that he wanted after the guy that he wanted, or maybe even the guy's that he wanted became unavailable. And even him, he didn't even get him for a full quarter. So we have yet to see a head coach married with a quarterback. This, if Ron Rivera signs off on it and says, yes, let's go all in on Russ. Let's give them, you know, the draft capital that they want. Let's give them the five-year extension. Let's make this thing work. To me, this is your first quarterback coach. Like this is, this is your guy. Like there's no excuses. This is your guy. I think most coaches get two quarterbacks. If this doesn't work with Russ in three years, then we're moving on to whatever rookie we're drafting or we're trading him because usually the cap is more manageable in the last couple of years of a deal. We're moving on from that deal, that situation, and that's your last chance. That's your Justin Fields. That's your, you know, whatever you want to call it. And after that, then you may be looking at a new head coach, but hopefully we don't get there. All right. The last and final question on this for now is, is three first-round picks in consecutive years starting with this year's number 11 – a price tag you would be willing to pay for Russell Wilson. Yes, absolutely. Because, because again, it's it's the vehicle you're already inserting. And I have confidence in what this team already is. And I think uh, if you're a fan of the team, you may be frustrated at the way things ended, especially the divisional run there at the end of the season, you know, did not go any way uh, that, that anybody wanted. Right. But if you go back again, rewatch the games, kind of rethink about how this team lost the things that they were, that they did do to themselves and weren't able to do for themselves, Russell Wilson solves a lot of those problems just with the style of football uh, that he brings to the field. Again, health is always going to be a concern, but you can't go into situations saying, well, he's a little bit older. What if he gets hurt? I mean, if, if that happens, if you go into that situation, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't bring in a quarterback over the age of 40 and they don't have a Super Bowl, uh, another Lombardi, you know, sitting in one buck place. So you can't go into that situation. You have to look at what does he bring to the team? And again, you bring Russell Wilson onto this team and, if they're not beating the Dallas Cowboys for the NFC East title in the first year, they're doing it in the second year. All right, Commanders fans, you've heard David Harrison's point of view. Uh, I'm going to save my perspective on, on all of this for another episode because we want to get to some other things. But if you want to hop in and leave us a voicemail on what you would be willing to pay for Russell Wilson and do you want Russell Wilson here, I can't imagine many don't, what you would be willing to pay for him and how you would handle the contract, please do so, 301 615 3577. That's 301-615-3577. All right, David, when we come back and finish up the show, we are going to get into some of the good and the bad of the last week when it came to the Washington name change and rollout and execution and everything going on with this organization off the field. That's next on the Locked On Commanders podcast with David Harrison and I'm Chris Russell. And this episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Why go anywhere else? Why go to those big auto parts superstores where you don't know the people and they know they can take advantage of you? Nope. 
uh, Rock Auto is not going to take advantage of you, and you don't have to go anywhere. As a matter of fact, you might just be able to do it from your couch, your kitchen table. You want to go somewhere else in your house? That's on you. But you're going to save a whole bunch of money at rockauto.com because they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. That's what they do, and they don't have the huge overhead that the, again, big auto parts superstores have. They are going to keep the prices reliably low for each and every customer, not just their friends. So what we want you to do is go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Wrapping up this episode of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell at DHarrison82 at Russellmania621 on Twitter and the show at LO Commanders. Chris, it has been a whirlwind week for the Washington Commanders. I mean, what else is new? First of all, the birth of the Washington Commanders just in general, helicopters flying to spy through windows, congressional hearings and meetings, and and I mean, congressmen wearing hashtag t-shirts and, and sweaters or whatever. Uh, all I mean, it's just it's just been I mean, it's it's been a, a, a week covering the Washington football franchise. Uh, David, I told you when you uh, joined the podcast and then when you furthermore went, um, you know, if you thought you were busy covering the I, I mean, I guess for another five days, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending yeah. Super Bowl. Cha- if you thought you were busy, you had no idea what busy yeah. was and what crazy and chaotic was, uh, because I'm telling you, I've been living this life for 13 years and it's probably cost me at least 13 years of my life. That's how insane this past week was. But unfortunately, uh, we've had weeks like this or something similar to that. Yet, I, I will say this. I, I, I'm just going to choose to focus as much as I can on the good. There were some good, right? Yeah. Once you got through the the name announcement and the awkward clunkiness of, of how they did that, I love how they activated the name and the brand. They went out in the community and they drove banner wrapped cars out of FedEx field and they delivered new uh, paraphernalia and apparel to schools and, and, and different places where kids, impressionable kids, potential fans were at. And they had athletes and alumni out in the community. They lit up the DMV with the colors, with the logo, with uh, all sorts of different things for several nights. And then David, I was at the park and party event on Friday night at FedEx Field. I got to be honest with you, it was really, really, really cold and windy and damp, and it was eating right through you. That did not stop the party atmosphere. There were several thousand, I don't know exactly how many, several Mm -hmm. thousand fans, and they had a blast. Everyone that I've seen on Twitter, everyone that I've talked to, uh, everyone that I've seen as a fallout really enjoyed themselves. So, you know, I, I guess as crazy as it was, focus on the good. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and I saw some fans kind of bragging about the swag bag that they got some scarves, yeah. some pins, some 
I think some car flags. I mean, yeah, listen, for for as much as as Washington has messed up uh, recently, and especially in modern times, uh, they got that part right. I think they I think they did well reaching out to the fans and listen. You know, commanders again. If, if the team name comes with some winning, right? If you bring Rus- Russell Wilson in, and if that defense gets back on track and, and and all those things, I mean, the name will grow on everybody. Again, Washington football team was mocked far and wide right. when when that was announced as the temporary placeholder, uh, and you know the the acronym or the the abbreviation WFT. You know, obviously it has has an unfortunate correlation with some others. But yeah, I mean, but when and it, and, it, and it solves a lot of these things, right? It doesn't solve the congressional problems. Like Congress right. isn't going to say, oh, you're champions now, so we'll make this all go away. But a lot of the surface problems, the name reception and all that stuff, it, it definitely will help all of that. And, and at the end of the day, we've kind of already said it. We've had uh, a couple callers call in and say it as well. It is what it is. It's, it's the name. So embrace it for what it can be uh, and embrace it for what you hope you get to see the commanders do on the field starting in 2022. Yeah. And and to me, you just brought up the whole congressional hearing. I mean, that was done the day after on purpose, just like the HBO real sports. I mean, I think I alluded to something potentially coming down the way. I I mean, Mm -hmm. I knew HBO was working on that. I wasn't exactly sure when they were going to drop it, but they dropped it the night, you know, the night of the name announcement and the reveal. Um, This is what happens when you quite honestly, you're a bad organization, David, everyone is out to get you. When you're a bad owner, everyone is out to get you. Everyone wants to chop you down at the knees because why? Bad people should never win. Yep. Uh, it's kind of like Antonio Brown with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and other teams, right? Nobody want, nobody should be celebrating Antonio Brown. Nobody should be rooting for Antonio Brown. Nobody's rooting for Dan Snyder. As a matter of fact, they want him out. Now there's mm-hmm. you know a boycott Dan thing on Twitter going on. Maybe that'll be the next fire Bruce Allen. I don't know where that's going to go. Uh, but the bottom line is, is as many good things as this organization did last week, you know, and there were some things that I would have done differently or better. Me, amateur, you know, just radio guy. But there were the bad things which were out of their control. It, mm-hmm. it kind of sucked because the the owners past caught up with the president and head coaches. Yeah, current. yeah and it takes away a, from a lot of effort by a lot of good people, yeah. and they're all, and they're all working day in day out trying trying to correct this thing and to make it go right and. You know his 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 mistakes, as you put them, his misdeeds keep just coming back to bite everybody in the butt, and it's just it's unfortunate. But that's why you have to have the right people in place. That's why when we have these conversations about bringing in like a young hotshot head coach, that's not that's not what you want in this situation right now. You need that veteran, that cool headed guy who knows how to respond to the adversity. And I think they again they have the right they have the right man in, in the head coaching position. They have the right man in the president position. I think they've got a good staff put in place. Uh, they just they just need the guy up top to to get through his his crap or go away and then just stop repeating. Uh, it kind of runs you a liar liar, right? When when Jim Carrey tells his client, "Stop breaking the law," a word that I'm not going to say here. Well, somebody needs to say that, Dan Snyder. Right, uh, no doubt. Um, so you know, just in quickly wrapping this up. Uh, again, we've had plenty of reaction. We had uh, Jason Wright and Joe Theismann one-on-one last week after the name announcement. You caught up with Chase Young. We had uh, a bunch of analysis from the Senior Bowl. Uh, we will continue to meld and mix everything more on the Russell Wilson situation. I'm going to be joined by Solomon Wilcots, longtime NFL analyst, uh, and we'll have some other things coming up, obviously, throughout this 
Super Bowl week. So just stay tuned, guys. We'll have you covered uh, right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But thank you for being with us and making us your first listen of the day. Again, come on back for the next episode. Uh, I'll be joined by former Bengals defensive back and NFL analyst Solomon Wilcox. We'll get his thoughts on the Washington Commanders as well. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you want to email us, it's Locked On Washington Commanders at gmail.com. That's right, new email, Locked On Washington Commanders at gmail.com. Same voicemail for now, 301-615-3577, That's going to do it for us today, Commanders fans. Thanks again for joining us. We're free and available on all platform right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders. Press.com's fan nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Her Show on the Team 980, the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.